Hello everyone and welcome back to My Solo Road. <laughs> Fantastic. Great job. Okay guys, so I'm sitting across from Lee Asher right now. The one and only Asher House. <laughs> every time he walks up, or yeah, every time you walk up to my van and Katie and Brie are in there. Is that the Asher House? Oh my god, is that the Asher House? Oh, hi Bo, hi Bo, hi Bo. I knew, I knew this was going to be like this. It honestly makes me feel, <laughs> he just made the weirdest face before he started Okay, okay, I know. Okay, that was some sweet kisses, but I need Bo, you to lay Bo, down, Bo. down. Perfect. This is oh, going just, awesome. This is literally every week. Please don't I have to. Out. I have to make dog disclaimers. Okay. Well, now he's also laying on my laptop. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Okay. So basically, Lee and I have been quarantined together amongst. There's a total of seven of us, and he, him, obviously, him and I have been two of those people. For <laughs> I'm very eloquent Five today. Five other people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. But honestly, you got to just choose a spot. But we've been together for four or five weeks now. I've honestly lost track. It's been an eternity. We're currently moving from the place where I've done the last several podcasts in the desert to hopefully somewhere beautiful up north in the mountains. We're all moving together. It started getting in the high 90s. We saw a few rattlesnakes. There were mice living in our vans. Lee was the only lucky one that did not have mice. It was the heat that really made us... It was the heat, but the mice happened at the same time, and we were all... Yeah, no, that that, that sucked. It's pretty concerning, because as soon as a, a mouse chews through your wiring, I mean, you're pretty screwed, and it's fairly expensive, so... Yeah. That amongst the rattlesnakes, and, I mean, it was brutal. Like, was. you wake up sweating, you go to bed sweating, you take a shower, and you're sweating. Yeah, I'm like, not exaggerating when I say I think towards <laughs> the end I was sweating, what, 23 hours a day? Honestly, though, <laughs> Lee sweats so much, he looks like he's not okay. It's <laughs> funny now. <laughs> he honestly does not look okay when he when he's extremely hot. Thank you. Um, <laughs> still look great, though. Just, you look like you went swimming. Okay, but basically, last week I did a Q&A, and a good 50% of the questions that I got were, how are you and Lee quarantined together? How is that going for you? What's the scoop? Yeah, give us the 411. And so, since we are all still together, and I've already had Katie and Brie on the podcast. <laughs> we're here now and uh, we're just going to talk about how it's been quarantined together. And give the people what they want, Sydney. I got to give them what they want. <laughs> got to get those downloads. But yeah, no, I think it's <clears throat> a good conversation because obviously having been together for the last month, we've had a lot of conversations about our breakup and how we've grown, how we've been communicating. Why are you smiling? Do you disagree? No, I, I have. Uh, I'm sorry. We're also with uh, 10 dogs right now, so... Yeah, 11. It's going to be loud. 11 dogs. You have nine and I have... Oh, I have two. You, sorry, Pearl, who's in my who's, lap. Who's in your lap. <laughs> I'm smiling just because it's... We, we just... we the, In such a short amount of time, in that time frame, we have talked a lot. I'm smiling because it's nice. That's all. Yeah. No, it has been very nice. Okay. Well, we're going to go over all things quarantined together and being quarantined with your ex. We're also going to go over the breakup, kind of give you the information of what happened and how we've been since... Fun. What are you looking at? I don't like saying that we're the, like sitting here with my ex. I mean, you are technically my ex. Right, but it doesn't make me feel good. I'm so sorry. Yeah. What do you want me to say? You just say Lee. They know who I am. <laughs> okay, but it's a difference of being quarantined with just Lee and being like for anybody. I guess no one's else is probably quarantined with an ex. Right. <laughs> okay. And they get it. Like they already know that I'm your ex and that you're my ex. Let's not. I mean, let's let's just say. We're each other's ex. I said with an ex. I'm kidding. That applies to all. Okay, anyways. As you can see, we broke up. 
<laughs> They're like, yeah, okay, heard. Fast like, it forward. makes sense, the break. Yeah, okay. I keep forgetting to say what we're drinking, and I know that some people really like that. So we're sharing a Cabernet from a brand called Josh that Lee really loves. Stella's eating food. But yeah, so it's at, you can buy this Cabernet at literally any store possible. It's I delicious. See it. I see it everywhere. We do really like it. Well-priced. Okay, we're going to go grab Stella, that slash up. keep drinking it, and we will be right back. Okay, so before we jump into everything, I want to talk about Skylight. I've been talking about it the last couple of weeks, but they're running a big Mother's Day sale bang thing I really campaign. Want one of those. A Skylight? Yeah. Yeah. Be awesome for the bus. Yeah. So, like I said last week, I just got one. I'm sending one to my mother as well for Mother's Day. And essentially, what it is is a digital photo frame. It comes with a unique email address. You can send it to anyone in the family. It's, I particularly think it would be best for like older people, or I mean, it's good for anybody, but for older people who are not super online or social media, if you just want to send 10 photos a week, you can just send it to that email address that the photo frame will come with. And basically, as soon as you send it, then wherever they have their skylight, it has to be connected to Wi-Fi, but wherever they have the skylight, all of the photos that you just sent will immediately appear on the skylight, which is pretty cool because for older people, like I said, who are not checking social media and they just want photos of their grandchildren and, you know, their daughter or son or your family or whatever, you can just send stuff to that email address and they will immediately like walk down the hallway or come into the living room and like there's a batch of new photos that you just sent, which personally I think is very cool. What's your opinion? I know for a fact my mom would love one of them. I mean, I've, I've seen them in houses before. Like, I just haven't seen them recently. Uh-huh. Like, I, I feel like I used to see them all the time, maybe because I live in a bus now. But I think they'd be awesome. I want one. I know. I want one, too. If I had an easier solution to Wi-Fi. That's a, exactly. Because I can connect to Wi-Fi. I'm going to keep mine, but I just am going to have to update it every time I get Wi-Fi. Yeah. But, I, I mean, that's which is pretty much three or four times a week. So, I mean, I guess it's not that big of a deal. Why but do I call it a skylight? I don't know. Yeah. Cause I, like, like, <laughs> I know. When, yeah. When I first heard of them, I thought it was like a skylight. In, right. For the... Like a van. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still really cool. Like a roof window. Yeah. It's still But awesome. it's a digital photo frame. Yeah. <laughs> Even better. Okay. So to get $10 off for their special holiday offer, you can go to skylightframe.com slash solo and enter the code solo. Again, to get $10 off your first purchase, go to skylightframe.com slash solo and enter the code solo. I was just telling him some people are having a hard time understanding what I'm saying. It's just like better help. Sometimes they think I say better health. So I'm going to spell it out for you. S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T. F-R-A-M-E dot com slash solo. Enter code solo. Longest ad of my life. But love it. If anyone's still listening. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. Now let's jump into the the juiciness. Uh, Real quick though. I do want to say that skylight thing is the... Sorry. I I tend to lean back with the camp back issues. Uh, The skylight thing is really cool. It it really is. (laughs) We trusted you before. I know. But now I want to emphasize that I'm going to get one. Okay. You, I want to see you post a picture of it. With the solo cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like I just said, let's get to the juiciness. Okay. Um, I, first, I want to start off with how we made the decision to be quarantined together. How that decision came to be. Yeah. Well, basically, although we were broken up, we still would check in we'd check in with each other here and there. Correct me if I'm wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, we were always friends. We always, Even when we broke up, we said we were going to be friends. If you guys hear some background noise... Bo and Stella keep jumping on and off. Had the bed. to have nine dogs. Yeah, <laughs> a 
11. I meant you. You have to have nine dogs. I but have, I love all of them. I have, so to have a, I have to have 100. But yeah, we, we just, we, we stayed in touch. We always kept up, kept up with each other. And we had planned on meeting up and we had dinner, what, a couple weeks before. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice. It was lovely. And when this whole thing happened, we were both headed pretty much in the same direction anyways. I, right. I was heading to the desert. You were heading to the desert. I think I was already in the desert. Yeah, I think you were. And I was heading there. And it, it, I was going to be just a few miles down from you. And we figured we might as well keep each other company with a, gr- with a group of friends. Yeah. So basically, a couple of my best friends were already on their way. Like, Henry was messaging me, asking me what I was doing. This was at the very beginning of kind of the coronavirus situation. None of us... I mean, we were obviously taking it seriously, but I think at the beginning, everybody had this perception that, like, it wasn't going to be horribly long. Like, I'm talking at the very, very beginning. And so it kind of sounded fun to have Henry come, and then Katie and Logan, her boyfriend, came, and then Brie and Sean wanted to come. And so within maybe a day or two, we kind of were all going to be together anyways. And then Lee was also coming in the same direction. And so I was yeah, I like... Rented out, I rented out my house in Tahoe for a few months, and I had to get some things fixed up for that. So I couldn't really be back home. And then I was in the Alabama Hills, but I heard they were closing up and a lot of people, you heard about the, I think it was you who told me the slashing of the tires and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So I just felt like the desert was a spot and it just kind of worked out and it really did. It's been amazing. It's been a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. Sydney was very nice to bring me into her friend group and we all just got incredibly close. It's it's been amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely been a fun like month or to five weeks or however long it's been. I mean, especially with Lee having the bus, which, I mean, obviously I wanted his company and of course the dogs as well. But with having the bus, like we just recently before leaving had this like margarita day where we put a baby pool up on the roof, filled it with like a ton of water because we have, between all of us, we just have an extraordinary amount of water. And we filled up a baby pool and Katie, Bree and myself sat on the roof all day because it was like 95 degrees and drank margaritas and sat in this baby pool just like trying to survive the heat. Yeah. Is it Bobo? Somebody's snoring, snoring really cute. Maybe it's still on the floor. I think it's still in. Okay. But so, yeah, I wanted to ask, I know you kind of just touched on this, but how it's been for you. Do you think we've had any uncomfortable days or conversations or? Oh, a, few, a couple. Definitely. I mean, I think you're really, but like, you know, we're, I think one of the, a good conversation we had was just last night. I think that one of the things that you're really good at is like taking something for what it is. And I tend to like really overthink something. So we could be having like a very simple conversation, but I'll like focus on something that will make me like either feel insecure or, or question things or question how I did something or even how you did something, whatever it is. So like they didn't, if I would have just taken it for what it is, but I think any, anyone, who's together for so long, especially after a breakup, like we both like to, I mean, especially me, like I I like to talk about things. I like to understand things. I know we both want to grow from our experiences. So I think any type of growth sometimes takes a little bit of discomfort and a lot of like, like I've grown not only for throughout the breakup, even though we've been broken up, I feel like I'm making this more complicated, but like I've grown from some of our uncomfortable conversations. That's what I'm right. trying to say. So although we've right. had uncomfortable conversations, they weren't bad by any means. Right. And I, I do think it's like a common thing that people say like growth comes out of discomfort. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you have to sure. put yourself in an uncomfortable position regardless of the situation or like what you're talking about yeah. in order to, to grow. And that noise in the background where Sydney was just laughing is because Stella chose <laughs> to uh, sleep on a bag. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they love when we podcast. But yeah, I, I think we've definitely grown in a lot of ways. And I think there has been some uncomfortable conversations, but it's definitely been for the benefit of us as individuals and as togetherness. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Do you think it was a smart decision for us to, to make? I feel like some people would make the decision quarantine with an, uh, an ex-partner, I'm sorry to say that word again, um, someone after a breakup, <laughs> and they might regret it or think that it wasn't the smartest of choices, right? Yeah. Or is that uh, a silly question? Um, I, I could definitely see, like, look, I like to look at it from, you know, I always look at things, not always, but I do my best to look at things like if I had a little brother or a son letting, like, telling me what they're doing, like, what I'm doing. So, for example, the way you asked me the question, if my little brother... Or if my, you know, son, I don't have a little brother or a son, but if they were like, I'm going to quarantine with my ex-girlfriend, right? I would be like, I would ask that question. Are you sure that's a smart idea? Right. So that makes sense. Whether I think it's smart or not, I don't really know. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know if this is like a temporary, like a temporary fix to something that like might hurt more in the future, to be honest. That is something that I've thought about. Like, is this going to make, you know, it was hard for me in the beginning. I, I think I've been pretty outspoken about it, but. Like, it wasn't easy for me, like, the breakup. I don't think it was either. It was not easy for either of us. I wasn't saying it wasn't easy for you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm just letting them know it was also very difficult for myself. Absolutely. We didn't break up. I mean, which we'll get into more of the breakup, but we did not break up in any way because we didn't love each other or we didn't, like, want to be together. So I think that's what made it so difficult. Yeah. Because usually people break up because they just don't like each other or they just have completely fallen out of love and that we had very different circumstances. Exactly. And, um, <laughs> I, guys, you're going to hear some, some snoring and it's, it's Bo. So instead of being annoyed by it, try to think it's cute. <laughs> I think they get it. We're, yeah. we're with a ton of dogs right now. But, Honestly, um, Bo couldn't be snoring closer to the microphone right now. Yeah. Whether I think it's a good idea or not, I, I honestly think that's premature for me to answer. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Yet. I, Cause how I feel now, right? It's like if you were to give me cake, you're like, are you sure that's a good idea? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm loving it. And the next day, I'm like, oof, <laughs> I'm not feeling so. Yeah. So I, I hope, I hope that's not the situation. I'm not, I'm not trying to compare it to that because, like, I, I, I obviously, I feel healthy. I, like, I feel like this is good. I, I, I do still love you, just in, in the same and in different ways now, but more so. Like, it, no matter what happened, even if you met someone else tomorrow, you'd always be that person that uh, I care for. So, like, let's say I, I can't think of a situation where I wouldn't want like be quarantined with you you know because there's not that many people that i just surround myself with besides dogs so right and there's honestly not many people i didn't even know how it would go with my best friend but there's not that many people that i could be alone with four or five weeks right you know what i mean yeah. like i think i would have gotten tired of literally anyone else and i think it's really cool to see you in that environment because like when we were in tahoe you would often be like okay you know after three weeks you I, I, not to put words in your mouth you never said you felt quarantined, but I know after three weeks, you'd be like, Hey, I'm going to go to the Alabama Hills. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. So to see you be able to not just stick it out, but also really enjoy yourself and work your ass off all day. And then, you know, have fun with everyone that night and like us really remaining, <clears throat> excuse me, maintaining our friendship. But it, it is a good question. Do I think this is a bad idea? Like, uh, was, is it a mistake or whatever? I'm not trying to be so all over the place. I, I just wasn't expecting that question. N no. I don't, but I could see why people would think so. You don't think it was a bad decision? I don't think it was okay. a bad decision. And then, of course, like, you know, I, I hate to, like, dive too deep into it because that's one of my problems. I take one question, I turn it into something else. But, like, why? The, 
a, a good question like then why, why are you doing this right like that's mm-hmm. what i would have to ask like why like is it to get back together is it this and i think that we're both i don't know if i'm skipping ahead here but we're not really so much thinking about that right now we just know that we we enjoy we're in where everyone is in this together so you, you and i might as well be in this together like we both you're not driving all, you're not going all the way back to indiana that would be the last right. thing you, you should do or anyone who cares about you would want you to do. I, I have nowhere to go in Tahoe or anywhere else. Alabama Hills is closed and there's no service there. So like it kind of works out in a way. And I know, I know it's a cop out answer. Like we're not forced to, but we're having a good time and we might as well just enjoy it. That's kind of how it is. Right. Like to simplify it. Right. And I like some of the questions I got for the Q and a were like, are you doing okay being quarantined with Lee? Almost. It felt like some people were insinuating like it wasn't a choice. And I was kind of. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Like, I. <laughs> well, no, but like, I mean, my. You know. Like it's not a choice. I'm like, city, we're quarantined together. No, I know, but I, I think. I don't know. When people don't know the I'm situation. I'm exaggerating, but. Okay, I, because I, they asked the question in a million different ways, but I got many people who it just sounded like the type. Like, the the question seemed like, does. Do, like, I didn't make the choice myself, and that you did not make the choice yourself. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, obviously, we chose to do this. Either of us could leave at any given point if we wanted to. We definitely, like you said, we definitely didn't think it would be this long. And if we did, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to speak for both of us, but I think that if we knew ahead of time, which I'm glad that we didn't, but if we knew ahead of time it was going to be for six weeks, we we might not have. Right. You know? Yeah, that's true. We we, we probably would have been like, no, that's not a good idea. So it just kind of gradually turned into another week, another week, and then pushed back two weeks, you know, whatever, whenever right. it was. So, <clears throat> And I do want to go back on something that you said a second ago, like seeing me with my friends and in the vans and stuff. I always – that was something I always wanted in our relationship was like you never saw me in my element. Like mm-hmm. I am more in my element, like living out of my van with my dogs – surrounded by friends who also live in vans and I always felt like it was so important for Lee to really see that but because then like we did travel some together mm-hmm. but like a lot of it was with Chris and then a lot of it was in Tahoe just like at the house and I just for my events I just think it's so important to see a partner in their absolute like most passionate thing like because now you have seen me doing what I do when I'm on the road which is wake up walk the dogs, spend some time outside, drink coffee, like make coffee or have Sean bring it to you like we have been and then sit in my van and work all day with Brie and Katie and you know what I mean? Like have yeah. campfires and and just do these things that make me the absolute happiest I could possibly be. Right. So then experiencing it with you and I also think having the bus for you has kind of given you a taste of that for sure. because the RV was nothing compared to what the bus is for you. No, it's not. But like – you know, it does take – it is awesome to see you in your element. And I couldn't even ima- – I mean, I can't imagine now to see you at like a gathering with even more people who do what you do. Right. Who can share their experiences and their stories and their ways to make an income on the road and where to go. Just, just it really – because, you know, a lot of – a lot of people don't know this, but when I started like my whole Asher House thing, I knew nothing about van life. I knew nothing about living on the road. My sole focus was just going to as many events as possible to get as many dogs adopted as I possibly could. So you and connect with your audience. It, well, yeah, it took, I, I took, I, 
I felt like I, I didn't say that, but in my head, I included that because where I'm getting dogs adopted is my audience coming to my events. So right. it, it is a, a huge but, joy to connect the faces for sure. Right. And the, that's the thing that was like, the good thing that comes out of it is obviously the dog's getting adopted, but I was always your girlfriend at events while everyone was there for the Asher house. And right. like, no one goes to gatherings. I mean, sometimes they do, but a gathering is really to see all the vans and talk and stuff like that. But it was like, you never got to see me meeting anybody that follows me or like right. thinking of me in any type well, of people way. People started coming to events to meet you. There, there was a few people. I mean, they they wanted to meet me because they wanted to meet you. And like, so it became kind of us, but it was just like, which there there is no prouder thing to like get to watch your partner be in that position. So like, there was never a moment where like of jealousy or anything. I was very proud, but you never, frank, like you told me you didn't want to come to gatherings, which maybe now in the bus you would want to, but like, I... I Going to your events, you were always in that position, and then it was never really reciprocated. At least that's how it felt for me. That was yeah. kind of my perspective. Yeah, and um, and then that that must have been you know looking back at it, I wish I chose my words a little bit more carefully, like to say, especially after this, like being with everyone, Henry, Katie, Logan, Bree, and Sean. You know, I I would love to go to a gathering, but when I say I wouldn't want to attend something like that, is because I'm looking at this huge event where I'm probably parked in the middle or where like not being able to take the bus out surrounded by all these vans and having 10 dogs inside. Like that's that my, my only, my only reasoning for never wanting to a, attend any sort of event is the dogs. Right. And, and, and I mean, it. that's obviously understandable, but I would never invite you to a gathering without putting all of those considerations in place. Right. But you did, I mean, you never invited me to a specific gathering that I said no Yes, to. I did too. Which one? San Diego. What? San Diego was the nearest one. And I did ask you to go. No, not this most recent one, but like a while ago. And you flat out told me you didn't want to go. We're not, we don't have to get into no, that. I mean, but I, I know you didn't want to go. Well, I apologize. I, 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 sh- I should have. I would change my answer now. Definitely. Okay. Someday. I would love that. The dogs are, they will not be as big of an issue as possible if you have been to a gathering and you would understand a teensy bit more. Yeah. Because you get to choose where you park, you get to choose where you go, when you leave, when you come. Yeah. So If I have the opportunity to go to a gathering, and I've been speaking to a lot of people in the, you know, you have the van life world, I'm in the schoolie world now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty cool. They're very welcoming. Is it like They're, that in van life? Absolutely. I mean, super welcoming, so friendly, so amazing. I mean, aimless travels. So I, I could go on and on. Bus life adventure. But they have been very, they know my fears about attending any sort of gathering because of all the dogs and they have done their best to make, you know, convince me to come. So, yeah, I mean, they will genuinely accommodate you. Like if you uh, reached out to anybody, and this goes for honestly anybody even listening, if you want to come to a gathering and you don't have a van, you don't have a bus, you don't have anything, if you reach out to someone attending or, uh, whoever is hosting it or whatever, first of all, you can always come no matter what you drive. Uh, you don't have to be like a part of the actual gathering. Like you can just come and look at all the vans, meet whoever you want, but they will accommodate any circumstance. Any, even if you do drive a Subaru and sometimes you put a sleeping bag in the back, like people want to see that too. It doesn't need to be a fancy conversion. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of a good time just to disclaim or what, what's the word? Exclaim? Disclaimer. I'm not sure. Disclaimer. <laughs> uh, just the fact that if you ever see a gathering, you are 100% of the time welcome. Like, yeah. no I'm one has ever. You're gathering. Yeah. There's that announcement. I'm having it. Did I do I'm that so in sorry. Katie's? I'm Wait, not sure. Not- I honestly, I'm not 100% sure. I am hosting a gathering with my best friend Katie in the very last weekend of September. 
and it will be in Hanksville, Utah at a gorgeous piece of land. And we're very, very excited. So anybody in any type of rig or setup can come. You can pitch a tent. You can be in a Subaru. You can be whatever you want. In a bus. In a bus, in a van. You can do whatever you want. We're also, there's going to be an Airbnb house there. So if you want to stay in the house, you can also rent a room in the house. Anyways, that's not what this is about. The next thing I wanted to talk about is all of the things that we've been through in quarantine, all of the stuff that's happened. Because it doesn't, I feel like a lot of people are probably in this situation, but it feels like we've literally lived a lifetime in the last five weeks with all of the major things that have happened. It's unbelievable. Some very sad things. It's a... And then some extraordinarily exciting. Some just very, very beautiful, amazing things as well. Yeah. It, it, like you said, it's almost a lifetime. And just yeah. five, six, however long it's been. What was your biggest one? <clears throat> I mean, I can't help but unfortunately, not unfortunately, um, but obviously I think of Cece. And I don't, so if, if you guys don't know who I am, my name is Lee now, but I have, <laughs> yeah, I, up until recently, I've had 10 dogs and yeah, sorry, just about eight months ago. Now it's been nine months ago, Sydney and I adopted a beautiful dog named Cece. We also adopted Pearl, but Pearl's right here sitting on Sydney's lap. Alive um, and well. Alive and well. And Cece passed away during quarantine. So pretty remarkable. I, I can't help but think how amazing it is and interesting it is that we adopted her together and we weren't together for a while. And then we lost her together. Yeah. Because granted, when you got to quarantine... She was, she's obviously old. She, we knew her time wasn't, you know, <laughs> that was the cutest thing I've ever heard. She didn't have long left, but you did not know that it was going to happen then. No, I really do believe, not to get so deep, but I, I, I strongly believe that dogs know how much you love them mm -hmm. and that they're there for you and will put on a, a show, if you will, up until the time that they feel they can leave you. Like, they, right. like, they're there for what you need. And then when they feel like they can go, because I know this is going to sound so emotional and deep and, and maybe kind of corny, but like during the time of the breakup, like often when I would uh, sit <laughs> and think about things and get emotional, Lily, you know, there's a few dogs that just never leave my side. Which, which, Lily and Tony. Lily and Tony never leave my side. Bo is often right there. I was going to say, Bo's pretty receptive. But Cece was the one who like would literally like put her face into my face, you know, like she was she 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 was really there for me. And I, it's almost like when she saw us back, not back together in, in that way, but just like together. And I was, you know, happier and feeling a little bit better. I kind of feel like she felt she didn't need to be here anymore. And it, was, mm -hmm. it just happened so quickly. She just I saw it coming. And although it took me by surprise, I I just felt it like I, I felt it and it happened really quick. It happened within literally two or three days. Yeah. And I, I honestly, it was like, it was so weird because it was as soon as I just started feeling better, you know, I had a really rough year so far and it was just, I started, I just started feeling better. And then that whole day just sucked. Yeah. Lee had to go to, which we won't go into too much detail. I know this is kind of like taking off from the topic, but. Lee had to go into town to do town things, stock up. My electric wasn't working. Yeah, his electrical wasn't working. So he had to go get a piece to fix the electrical. And so he left for the afternoon and he asked, like, please don't leave Cece alone. Please just sit in there with her. So I had just left the bus and I'm like checking on something. And Katie and Bree, who are working in his bus, came running out to me and they were like, 
Sydney, Cece's breathing way different. Please come in and like tell us if this is how she usually is or if this is normal. And I went in the bus and I immediately called Lee and I was like, something is not right. It is happening. Um, like get back as fast as possible. And so it probably took him about an hour to get back. And I mean, I wrapped Cece in like his flannel to like try and get his scent on her because I mean, as much as I loved Cece, like Cece was just Lee's dog through and through. And so we were just trying to like make her feel like Lee was there until he could get there. And then it was that night that we ended up having to take her together to be put down for her own sake. Like, yeah, she was already, she was very much suffering only for that day. But like that day was, it was one of the more difficult things I've ever had to watch. Yeah, it was awful. It was not fun. On to lighter things though. We love UCC. We ended up burying her somewhere beautiful and yeah, she'll always kind of have a special place for both of us. Absolutely. Like you said, we got her together and we lost her together. Yeah. Um, and it's important for people to know that because people do often ask me, about how to deal with losing a pet. And uh, although I only had CC for eight or nine months, you know, it was 24 hours a day, seven days a week right? for those eight or nine months. And uh, you just have to remember that your, your, your dog, your cat, any type of connection you have with an animal, they can, they, they really are in your life for a reason and they leave your life for a reason. And it, it does give me and hopefully it gives you some comfort to truly believe that. Love that. That was very sweet. Thank you. And so Henry also turned 30 <laughs> while, <laughs> while we've been in quarantine. So we all went out and we like bought a breakfast cake and a regular type of cake and a bunch of like little kinds of presents, candies and his favorite beer and stuff like that. And, and so as soon as we all woke up, we had, we all opened our vans as soon as we heard him come out and like blue little blower things had party hats on with like, he a candy boy, like the funny things that Henry always says. And yeah, we just kind of had a good like celebratory day. Henry said he likely would have turned 30 either alone in the desert or somewhere else, or maybe with one of us or something, but kind of getting to turn somebody's 30th birthday into a real celebration was kind of a gift. And it was definitely a fun way to, I don't know, turn things around and entertain us for a day. Yeah, <laughs> like it was nice. we're just looking for entertainment these and days. It, it was nice how happy it made him. It was, cool, it really, you know, Henry's like a very modest kind of person. So like he doesn't want like the days leading up to his birthday, we all already knew what we were going to do. And he was just like, please don't do anything. I don't care about birthdays. It's not a big deal. And then multiple times throughout the day of his actual birthday, he was so excited. Like he, you can just tell when Henry's very happy because he's not, loud about it mm -hmm. but you can just tell in his face when he's extremely happy yeah so that made me happy just to be able to give that to him and for those of you who don't know henry is the reason why sydney and i met in the first place great segue to the next question too yeah what is it i was gonna start going into the actual breakup aside from quarantine like oh. kind of what happened from that but i think this story of how we met and got together is interesting as well if you want to tell that yeah no it's uh henry and i share uh, a lot of this, the same uh supporters Mm -hmm. And um, when Henry was in Tahoe, a lot of people had been reaching out to me, suggesting that I link up with Henry. And a lot of people were reaching out to Henry, suggesting he links up with me. So we were, were, we were DMing each other and I invited him over and he asked me if he could bring a friend. And I said, of course you can, Henry. And that friend happened to be Divine on the Road. <laughs> um. And as soon as you guys walked up, you guys walked up, we introduced ourselves, and what was my first question? Do you remember? Are you guys dating? <laughs> <laughs> I 
And, and what Henry, did Henry say? Henry said, oh, no. Yeah. I was like, wow, shots fired. <laughs> and you were okay. like, excuse me. No, we're not. You don't have to say it like that. And I was like, no, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then I think Sydney you- tripped and I caught her and the rest is history. <laughs> you really <laughs> did fall like 20 times. And I remember telling you, like, Henry's the kind of guy, like, I, I was raised with my dad who's just, like, as chivalrous as it gets. He believes in being the gentleman. He believes in opening doors and walking behind the woman just to make sure like like I, I just have so many memories of even like walking out of church when I was growing up and no matter where we were all sitting like we all like me my mom and my sister would leave the row and then he would follow us out of church because I mean my church is giant so there's just so many people funneling out at the same time yeah. um I don't know why that's a weird example but he just believes in all of those things and Henry's the kind of guy where like on the most difficult of hikes like and he is a hiker. Like, yeah. so I'm already struggling just to keep up with him because he will hike 10 miles up a giant mountain. And, you know, although it's like physically strenuous for him, he, he can just do it without much thought. And I will be like struggling far behind him, falling, getting back up. And he's just not the kind of guy to like reach a hand out. <laughs> he does not know where you are. <laughs> no, no. He'll kind of call for me every now and then. And like, it's not at all to be rude whatsoever. He he genuinely does it because he knows and believes I can do it myself, right. which the independent person in me loves and is probably why I was able to travel with him for so long because I never felt like he was trying to like... You never felt like you were slowing him down. Yeah, well, I mean, not that is true, but that's not where I was going with it. <laughs> I meant like... He, would, he just wasn't treating me like a delicate girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I felt like I could just be the independent person that I already was around him. And he did not affect that by being a man. He didn't, right. like, come in and swoop me off my feet and, like, help me all the time. He was like, no, I'm just going to let you struggle because I believe the fact that you can get out of it. Exactly. And being around that, though, for so long, it was very nice to meet a guy who I literally slipped and fell on the ice. And Lee actually, like, Henry's instinct is just to look over and be like, you good? <laughs> and Lee, his instinct was... I'm going to reach out as fast as possible and catch you. And it was kind of like, dang, it's kind of nice to be caught. <laughs> like, kind of nice not to fall. So, yeah, I mean, I think that was the first. I'll always catch you, my love. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. But, yeah, that was kind of the first thing, I guess. But, anyways, yeah, that's how we met. And then to go into the darker of things, what was your perception on the bigger reason or one of the reasons or whatever you think? As to what led to the actual breakup. I mean, that's so complicated. It's really complicated, yeah, but I, I think it's I, interesting to break down just a little. I know, and, and, I'm, and I'm happy to dive into it, but I don't know how deep we should or can get into it. Just because a lot of these, a lot of these realizations and a lot of these lessons are very new for me, and I'm still dissecting them and I'm still learning them. And I was really in a pretty bad place j- just up until recently, so it still feels like a fresh wound. Mm-hmm. So, like, with all fairness, and I'm not saying I'm not going to avoid anything, but I could see myself kind of being a little bit all over the place with this answer. But I also want you to get deep because the deeper you get, even if people understand that you're learning and you're still growing and what you're saying is not a definitive answer, it's Better just your... Engagement. No. <laughs> but, like, knowing that it's your current journey of what's going on and mine, because I'll share as well, but... It's interesting to know where people are in their own progress because I think that that relates to people within their own and not feeling like just because someone that they're following looks like they have it all together, that just doesn't mean that they do. Right. Okay. Well, I think that like when we were on the road, things were awesome. And I mean, for a new relationship, for a new relationship, we just never like did the dating phase. We met and basically started traveling together right away. 
And, uh, you know, I, I, I fell, I think we fell in love rather quickly just because we shared all the same interests. Basically, we, of course, we had our differences, but our priorities were the same. Mm-hmm. Like we both loved animals. We loved helping people. We loved traveling. We, we both wanted to be able to do what we do while being on the road. So it was when we came back when I think, I don't know, things just kind of took a turn. Like I really wanted to be off the road for a little bit so I could snowboard. We, we hadn't spent much time away from each other. And then, I don't know, I always felt like, and I know this is wrong, but I really wanted to make my mission your mission just because I didn't really know, like, what your mission was so much. Like, I know, and I know that you were also figuring it out at some sense, but I was like, in my head, I was like, what? I know we, we never actually talked about this. We're not even, I mean, even now, I feel like it's the first time we're actually talking, talking about it. But I was like, look, I have this mission where I want to change the world. I want to inspire all these people. And I want to get not just dogs adopted, but I want to get animals adopted. I want to rescue animals. Like, let's do this together, which I know you were passionate about, very passionate about, excuse me. But I think that I didn't really take into consideration, hey, let's not only work on my mission, but, you know, what, what is it that you want to do, Sydney? What, what, how, how do you want to, you know, live for the next month, six months? Right. How, how can I help you in van life? And the, and the thing is, it's not that I didn't think of it. Well, maybe that also, but I just didn't, I was like, whatever it is that you want to do, we're going to do it while doing this. Like, I, I wasn't trying to be only think of the Asher house and not trying to think of divine on the road. I think that like, I, when he says those names, by the way, I don't want people to think like we care that deeply about like Instagram necessarily. We both view those as our brands and like I'm very passionate about my business and how I can help people. And he's just referring to the fact that like the Astro House and Divine on the Road are the names of our brands in which we want to grow our businesses and inspire people. I, yeah, I can only hope and I, I'm glad he said that because I shouldn't assume, but I can only hope that the people who know me, when I say the Astro House, the Astro House is Instagram is the last Def, like definition of the Ash House, it, right. it's the mission. The Ash House is the mission, right? It, right. It's it's everything. So, um, but there was always a feeling, and we have talked about this before, of like our relationship was a lot more based around the Asher House than it ever was my project. And yeah, I think that's because you didn't feel like I had I was as far as you along in terms of that. Like I don't, I didn't have a definitive mission of like adopting dogs or helping this type of person but like i'm also 25 and you're 31 Mm -hmm. and you have been building this for a lot longer than i have and i i think i i was just really wanting you to like i i remember asking you for ideas like okay what else can i do what is this like what about this what about this and it was like unless i asked you a very clear question there was never just like open discussion about divine on the road. Like I have met many memories of us brainstorming and drinking wine and hanging out brainstorming for the Asher house of like what else we could do for it. What else you could do? How else to like bring more people in and spread the word and like adopt more dogs, obviously. And like, do we want to adopt another dog? And it, it did just kind of feel like I was losing sight of what I had been so passionate about for a while in order to become more passionate for the Asher House, which I was always willing to do. Right. But at the same time, like I see where you're coming from and, that, and and I could see how that could be frustrating. And I'm not trying and nor was I then, nor am I trying to do it now is to belittle van life. But like my mindset, right, was it wasn't about like growing or like it was about gr- not growing personally, but growing the mission. Like you said, getting more dogs adopted, stuff like that. 
So when you take what I do, right, and there are specific, like we know what we need to do, like what is the outcome to get more dogs adopted? What's another outcome to get more people to the events? What's another outcome to inspire people to adopt, right? Not even from my event, but just to inspire people to adopt. So when, when you were, when you would ask me about van life, ideas for van life, I didn't know what the outcome was. Like, what, right, but, what, what am I, what, 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 what is my idea to give you to inspire people to do, to, to live? Right. To, uh, but my, but uh, my I, perception and, and is. I, I just want you to know, like that, I, the reason why I wasn't so good at brainstorming those ideas is because it was like asking me about cars. It, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's an area that I don't have knowledge in. Yeah, but you have a lot of knowledge on business. And so I just think it's, I mean, I am i don't want, I respect your opinion, but I do think that that's a bit of a cop-out answer because you don't need to know about something. You were dating me, you loved me, and I was very passionate about saving people in their mental health and getting people on the road because a lot of people are suffering because they're not doing what they're passionate about. And that was always my mission was to get people to be doing what they're passionate about. A lot of it is travel. A lot of people are very passionate about that and they want to be doing it more. So I want to inspire people to do that as well as learn to be doing a job that they're actually, they really care about and they can make a living off of it. And like, that was always my mission was but, to inspire people to better. I, I didn't know that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like, I, 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 I hear you and I believe like I, I see that now and I, and it's very, okay. very apparent. Like, but at the time, like if you would have told me like uh, our communication styles are just a little bit different. Like you've even said, I wish you could just read my, my mind. And I said, I trust me, there's no one that wishes more <laughs> to be able to read your mind than me. Right. Like, and I, I didn't I, say that. And I, I just want to be clear for them. I did not say that in a selfish way. It's that I have a very hard time communicating things sometimes. Like I'll be thinking something and I want him to know it so badly. Right. But like, because he, I have to remind myself that he is a separate entity of this world. Like he can't see my thoughts. But not and, only that, like with, with, like when I would pry, when I would ask a lot of questions, that, that would frustrate you sometimes because you're like like in your eyes which i could totally see like the answer was so clear and vivid right where i should have just known but i i mean it's like trying to describe to a colorblind person what the color blue looks like i don't know if that's a compliment or an insult to be honest (laughs) no it's neither one no i'm kidding i really i definitely did not mean that as an insult i meant yeah it just is like when you see something so clearly because it's in my own head exactly i just didn't know what you wanted to do like you would say you would seriously say like you would sit down and you'd be like Let's brainstorm about like van life. And I remember just being like, okay. No, but what, I, what do you want I, to do? I never said van life because I'm not passionate about no, just right, van life. Well, I said divine, divine on the road. road. Excuse me. You're but right. I'm just saying that's because I hadn't been as vocal about mental health as I have been now. Right. But I, okay, but that's the point. I, I wanted you then. to say, well, you're passionate. You talk about mental health all the time. You're just now getting into the realm of talking about your you own anxiety. Talking about mental health all the time. Though. I was talking about my anxiety. Don't you dare say I was not. You, you were just getting into it, but you weren't like you. It, it wasn't a topic. It, it definitely. It, like, <laughs> what it an was, interesting conversation. It, it wasn't a topic. If you go back, if you go back to your posts around that time frame, like there's not many, there's not many posts that you posted where your captions are about anxiety. It's or about certain things. Like I honestly didn't know what you wanted to do when I, and and again, I'm not saying that that's your fault. Like you did at, like, I, I'm sure that I was. But even if your ideas were not perfect, I just wanted to feel like we were spending time in our relationship talking about the things that I loved too. Okay. And I felt that we were, and I, and I honestly felt that there was no reason, which again was a mistake. So I'm not saying what I thought was right, but I just thought if that's what you want to do from the, from the information that you provided me, 
If that's what you wanted to do, why don't we just do this together? Why don't we have seminars together? We'll do our gatherings together. What, you'll but that's have not true thing. because you – what did you want to call the seminars? What? You wanted them to be the Asher House seminars and I would be a guest speaker. And to me, that's not – I said you would have your own thing. No, you didn't. We had – we literally had this conversation – like no, right before we broke up and because we literally had an argument about the fact that like he kept saying that we like we were going to do these seminars together and like teach people about dogs and van life and all these things. And so in my head, it was very 50-50. And then one day you were like, yeah, the Astro House seminars. And I was like, wait a second, are we just calling it that? And you were like, well, yeah, like I've built what I've built and you will be a guest at my seminars and you can you can do whatever you want at them. But it's an Astro House seminar. And I was like, oh, well, that's because okay. that that. And that is true, right? But that, and that, that's because of the investment that it would entail. Like I, at, at, from a, a business perspective, I wasn't going to spend 100% of my money on a But seminar. no one ever said that you were going to spend 100% of your money. Okay. Like, okay. But then it goes back into the bus when you said, when I said, I'll put the, I said, I'll put divine on the road on the bus. And you're like, okay. And you took that as one side of the bus saying divine on the road and one side saying Asher house, but I was going to spend all the money on the bus. And you were gonna- That's not true. We both agreed that we would both promote the whole thing of the bus. But you said and you, you did you raised money for the bus. And, but you said I still have to spend the money, and I still have to spend the money on the the everything that the how I raise the money. Everyone who bought a book, I have to pay for the books. Everyone who bought a shirt, I have to pay for all the shirts. Well, yeah, but I don't get any money from those from shirts or books or anything. Neither do I. It all went to the bus. Right. But when it came time to promoting the bus, when like we talked about it, you you said, which makes sense. Is this sense. interesting at all? Yeah, I think so. We're basically so. just arguing. <laughs> I mean, is it okay? I mean, the point is, very quickly, he realized he wanted the bus. And I didn't even want to live in the bus anyways. I kind of wanted to live in the van. I think it's important for both of us to have our own space, even if... For sure. I think so. At too. any given point in any relationship, I like I need my own space. And I think I realized that very quickly. So, I mean, literally... It, an hour into the conversation that him and I had, I told him, like, have an Astro House bus. That's fantastic. But I'm just going to keep my van. And if anything, we'll drive separately. You can have your seminars and I will attend them. And fantastic. Yeah. And looking back at it, like, I, I, I'm what I'm trying to do is Barry, is be, excuse me, Barry. What I'm trying to do is be very specific about what happened, right? About, like, what was said. But the truth is, looking back at it, of course, you know, especially if I think of where my mindset was during the breakup, looking back at it, I, I, there's, there's such a big part of me that I wish I never even entertained the possibility of having that. I, I wish I would have just, and not, not just to be a yes man, just because I wish I could have just given you, given you that. Like I just didn't realize that I don't think I really understood the conversations that were being had. Well, I also think that we lost sight of the fact that we didn't want to lose each other and instead we were fighting over stupid shit. Right. Like I I I just I would have like if I would have known if I would have known the bigger picture. Like if I would have known like okay, this is what Sydney wants to do. This is her vision. And I, if I would have known that these are things that could have led to the end of our relationship. And I know it wasn't just this like I There really were there really was her like I feel like we're really making this seem, seem as like if it was a the breakup, we, the breakup was. ended we because of anything longer after this. The breakup honestly had very little to do with like anything business related whatsoever. But it, like at the time, like and I'm sure these were just insecurities. I'm sure that they were because I had always been really afraid of being taken advantage of. I was take, very much taken advantage of in, in previous business relationships and by people. I always felt like I was a little bit too giving and 
like I, I started getting insecure because I was like, is this happening? You know, I started creating those stories in my head, but like, it wasn't true. I know that you're not like that. I should have just been like, hell yeah, we'll be partners. Who gives a shit about who pays for what? Let's just do this. Let's change the world together. Let's save all these dogs together, inspire people from all over the world together and, and make this happen. If we're together, who, who, ma- what, what's it matter? Who spends what? Like, well, yeah, but I mean, you're just to be fair. I like, I'm willing, I was willing to spend as well. Like, it's not what, like you were the I, only I one willing I, to invest. I'm not saying that you weren't, but I, that, I'm saying like, that's not where my head was. And my head was like, I'm going to have to do this. And I'm not saying that you wouldn't have, I'm sure that you would have, but it, we were only at the time, six months into the relationship. We didn't, we knew each other, but not as well as we know each other now. And it just got carried away. Like we shouldn't have even have had those conversations up until an- another year. Like, so we really knew right. what we were about. Like it was too soon for so many different things. And the truth is, is I regret it. Well, like, and- I wish I was mature enough at the time to be like, look, these are my goals and I'm glad that you're passionate about this, but I'm not ready to do this and you're not either. So why don't we just talk about this when we're further like ahead in our careers and our relationship? Like that would have been so much right. easier. I think we were trying to merge things much too quickly. For sure. Um, and I was excited. Like I was excited. You know, like I really was. I was excited so was I. to have uh, a partner that I felt was like so aligned with me on so many things. Like I was just like this little kid, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I hadn't felt that way since I don't know. And I was just excited. And I like, I love that everyone loved us together. You know, we had support, we had love, we had the dogs. Like I was just, I was completely excited about everything that once reality hit I and I started creating those stories, I was just like, oh, you know, what am I doing? And yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I think I had felt by the end of the relationship, like I had lost my ability to be as independent as I want to be. Like I want to be able to be with a person but also the freedom to like leave and do whatever I want or work on my own business. And I, f- I felt like I was losing a lot of the abilities that I valued very much. And I think you, which now you're learning, and this is something I'll, I'll say in a second, I was going to say a minute ago, but I think like you just said, you kind of had some insecurities. I, I also had a lot of insecurities just about that independence being taken away from me. And I think you had insecurities about being left. And I, I don't, I'm not talking about better help today, but like, I do think that therapy helps so much when it comes to understanding things about yourself. Like, like both of us have been in therapy since the breakup and we've all, we've also, because of that, learned a lot of the reasons why A, we broke up, but B, like we are the way that we are. And something that my therapist told me the other day, I was telling her about Lee and like what happened and all these things. And like, to be fair, I was kind of being like, like, I was a little bit ranty. Like, I was just kind of telling her all these things that happened from my own perspective, which is obviously bias. And she, when I was done talking, she was like, okay, you need to realize, and I know I've already told Lee this, but she was like, you can't demonize any qualities that this person has. Like, you can't assume that it's because he has negative intentions or he has this or that. Like, it's obvious that he's working through insecurities as well. Everything, every quality he has is for a reason. It's from past experience that you don't know because you were not there for it. Like you meet a person when they're 30 and because you fall in love so quickly and you feel like you know them, there's also 30 years of things I don't know. And so she was just like, instead of assuming that he did any of this with negative intention or anything like that. Like you need to understand why he is the way that he is and get into those conversations before thinking that any part of it is because he doesn't love you or he doesn't want the best for you. Or like he's being selfish, like instead understand the backstory a little bit better. 
Okay. I paused it for a second. We had a separate conversation for just a minute. <laughs> now, now we back. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I, I just did what I, I didn't understand. Like when you, I felt when you said, when you were describing your conversation with the ther- with your therapist, I, I didn't understand. It, it made me feel for a second, like if there was something specific that I did that you were ranting about, because I was just kind of confused by it, but I understand that it was just, it was, yeah, we, my, bro- we broke up and if you want to talk about it, I get it. Yeah. I, but I think it's very natural when you break up, like in a relationship ends, you're going, I didn't mean ranty. Like I was like yelling about you or anything. I was just, m- my point was I was coming to her very much from my own perspective. And what she was saying is, don't be selfish. And I mean, she didn't say those words, but like, mm-hmm. don't see this from your own perspective, see it from his. And I think that that's just good advice to go all the way around when it comes to any conversation, like always try to put yourself in the other person's position. And that's much easier said than done. Everybody, like, I know everyone's heard that a million times, but like, there's a lot of value in actually doing that. Right. And I don't think that either of us did that towards the end of things. Absolutely. I, I, and I, I, I wish I did for sure. Same. But, you know, at the same time, I do want everyone to know, and this isn't a cop-out, like, there's such a big part of me wishes that I knew these things before we broke up, but that's not possible. Right. I mean, but, and I do want to be clear, though, that that goes both ways. We've had conversations since breaking up, especially in quarantine, that we did not have the entire duration of the relationship. like Which we really should have. Things that need to be talked about, and that's why we've also talked about, like, how important couples therapy can be, even when you feel like things are good, like... You may not be getting something out that you, that is on your mind and that could damage the relationship in a year, in three years, in five years when it builds up or you've just been quiet about it. I do feel like I did mention that I wanted to get couples therapy though, because I did feel like sometimes. You absolutely did. I'm definitely not denying that. Cool. I never wanted couples therapy. I've never done it before. Yeah, but I wanted to because I wanted to communicate things with you that I felt like we were just having a hard time with. You know, I really wanted to have like a third person either like help me with my words or, or help you interpret my, like whatever it is. But I, but then, but then like just to fast forward, because I, I don't know how much time we do have, but like I learned things like I, I never knew that I had such severe abandonment issues. And I wrote you that letter and I put how funny the universe is to make someone with severe abandonment issues fall in love with someone who, you know, identifies as solo female on the road. And that and i.e. he just means like an independent person. Right. And it was just a whole thing about discovery. You know, I just learned about myself that um, that I, I needed to recognize that every time you were leaving, I, I didn't. The thing is, is that I didn't have the thought process that I do now. I didn't really realize why I was getting worried every time you would leave. Like in my head. Right. If I was to meet someone and she was to say, do you care if I leave for a few weeks every couple months or a month or however long? Like, I'm naturally... I, I never left for a few weeks. No. Well, however long you would want to leave for, I would say... Like, I actually did feel okay about it. Like, I was being honest. Like, I wouldn't mind if you wanted to go be with yourself for a little while. But the day that you would leave or the day before that you would leave, for some reason, I would panic. And it, it, I haven't realized that until now. Not that this is a an okay excuse, but it is my excuse that, you know, it, it I... I purposefully just forgot about certain things that happened to me in my childhood where my mom would just leave like she would leave and not come and I wouldn't know when she was coming back there was there was a few times where we you know we were just in traffic we were just in a car and she would just get out of the car and leave and I wouldn't see her for a couple days and I I what yeah 
I never told you this? No. I didn't tell you what happened? Not leaving in traffic. We've talked about her leaving, but not... Yeah, I mean, my... I really, also, we love you, Mom. I mean, I, one specifically that came up during therapy recently that, like, hasn't... That I literally, com- like, purposely completely forgot about. And I just told someone this story. Yeah, one day, it, we were in a shopping... Right outside of a, a shopping market, like a mall type of thing. And, uh, yeah, she just she just got out of the car and left. And uh, Where'd she go? I, I don't know, but she did end up in a, I don't want to call it rehab, but somewhere. Two days she be okay with this? I'm not sure, but she's not going to listen to me. <laughs> <Rude>. and, um, <laughs> no, but a, a police officer found me and his, and I, I'll never forget. It, it's so sad because I didn't know my address. So I'm like ex- trying to explain to him, like Where telling live? him what's around. And he was so angry with me as if like, I should have known my address. A terrible but, police officer. Yeah. I also had like, you know, the learning disabilities. I just wasn't good with stuff like that. But I mean, I, I was 19. So no, Shut up. <laughs> no. I was so concerned no, for half I was, a second. Uh, I was like eight years old. And uh, yeah, so I think like a lot, like I think like I've always wanted to be cool with that stuff. And I think I was. And I just think that I didn't know. Like I just, I, I, I really didn't know. Like even now, if you were to ask me, like now that I know what those feelings are, like you would say, you say that we fought right before you left, and I don't, I don't know why. I can't even give you a reason why. And I think I was just feeling like a certain way, and I couldn't identify why. Now realizing, okay, I'm feeling anxious, or I'm feeling insecure, I'm feeling like things are coming up from my past, whatever it is. Just it's just so important to be aware of your emotions, like right. what is happening, and right to now. be patient because I know I was not patient at all. I was very much like, speak up, speak now, yeah. or forever hold your peace. Yeah. And I don't think that's a – it's just not a compassionate way of living yeah, or, I, or being I, in a relationship. I was not a very compassionate partner. No. <laughs> yeah, with all – I mean, to be honest, I, I don't think that you were with me. And and, and that's okay. I mean, I mean, that's why we're here now. That's – I mean, I hate to say it, but that's why basically we're not together. Like, and hopefully – we, we both learn what we need to learn and apply it to where we need to apply it. Love. What? Nothing. I wasn't saying, like, love. Oh, like, you love that. Got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, there was just a lot of things, guys. Really. Like, there were certain things that I, I look back now that I don't know if I needed or if I wanted. But there were just certain things that, like, you weren't ready to give me. And there were certain things that, like, you couldn't understand why I would do it or what. And it would there was just a and lot of that. But that, the thing that makes it... Also, equally as difficult is you not knowing why you were doing it because you couldn't explain to me why you were doing it and I didn't know why you were mm-hmm. doing it. And not to just say you were the only one doing anything. I'm just saying when neither of us knows ourselves very well, it's very difficult to communicate what's going on to your partner. And a lot of times, like during that time, I would just bring up before you left the things that I wasn't happy about in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like right before you left, like whether it be like I would tell you I want more affection or I want When he says or- left, he means the last time I left for a trip yeah like before you would leave i would just bring up what i wanted what i would hope to be different when you got back and you'd be like it doesn't work like that i'm not leaving coming back a different person you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i don't know maybe i guess it's very clear why we broke up you know know, it does suck yeah i I was i can tell you guys for sure and a lot of my a lot of my supporters and especially the patrons know that i like blacked out not from drinking because i actually didn't drink during the breakup but I, i like that whole thing was just so negative for me that I honestly just wasn't in the right state of mind. Like I made like some really weird decisions. Like some guy said, I don't know if I ever told you this, but some guy like offered to clean up my house 
And I said yes, and he said he needed like $250 to go get it. And I just gave it to him, and I never saw him again. <laughs> to go get what? The, like all the supplies. Like I, and he like, was going to clean your house? He didn't even have cleaning supplies? No, he did. He had like a truck. He was going to like fix up. You know how I like have like the, like the older snowmobile in the back? He was mm-hmm. going to fix things up. I just wasn't me- – like I wasn't right. You know, like Chris came over. I, he was like, yeah. holy shit, are you okay? It was like out of a movie. So, but really in that time of like reflecting and stuff like that, I really do feel like I'm so, like, I've always been so passionate about personal growth, but I don't know how, like, I've read all the books, but how much did I actually apply it? So being, going through that, I feel so grateful that I'm so much closer to the man that I've always wanted to be. Right. Right. I think both of us, this was a giant learning experience. Like, neither of us have ever looked back and been like, why did we break up? Like, why would this have happened to us? And social like, media doesn't help. Like, you looked like, I, I, and I'm sure I looked fine too, but like, you looked like you were having the time of your life. Like, and that really hurt me. You know, like, you looked like you were good. You said that I looked like I was thriving. You know, when we had dinner right. together, you said you were thriving. And I want to be very clear though, that that's not, it's not because I was lying. It's because like, I don't, the second that you post a story being like, I'm not doing well at all. Like, then you have hundreds of people thinking that a they know what's going on making assumptions of what's going on like you immediately are inviting people into your business but as soon as you post like hanging out with a few friends everyone's like okay looks fun when it's like when i'm not storying those friends are helping me through this and like watching me cry but it's not like it's there there, it's not about lying or like showing off something that's not true it was really just because like, you didn't do it either. Like, you did to the patrons, but that's a very much, like, way smaller group of people. And, like, I'm just not really willing in the moment of pain to invite people, you know, that many people into and that, and, the moment. And, and that's like, a good thing because then, you know. Like, it makes it ten times more painful for me. Yeah, and, and again, we're, we're just we, – we're complete – we're very different in many ways. And we also have a lot of things in common in many ways. But, like, I wish I was more like that. I wish I didn't, like – I wish I took my time to understand my emotions and stuff like that instead of being like, this hurts, guys. Look, look, look how much pain I'm in. You know, there's different ways to look at it because when you're emotional, you obviously don't make the most logical decisions, uh-huh. you know. So, yeah, I, I, I think it's good that you're able to – I know that you were hurting, but you were also able to stay in a logical mindset. Yeah. But I'm also like, I'm an analytical thinker and you're kind of an emotional thinker. And then I get to analytical once the emotions are gone. Yeah. Once the emotions were <laughs> off, you looked out overthink everything in yeah. like probably a healthy way. I'm kind of like, no, what I said is all that there is. And you're like, no, there's definitely a meaning behind that. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, it does to me. <laughs> He's just staring off into space. And I just feel like something's going on in there. Yeah. I know the wheels are turning. They always are, unfortunately. No, it's a fortunate thing. Try sleeping with it. <laughs> okay. Do you think there's anything that we didn't cover? I mean, I know, guys, that this it might seem weird to do this kind of thing, but yeah, like... Yeah, that didn't go the way that I thought it would. Why? Because I feel like it got a little bit heated. I mean, I think although we've had many conversations, like things have come up now that we actually haven't gotten like cleared on. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you could t- you could even tell, I'm sure once we l- look listen back with this podcast, there are like times where like we still think like this is what happened. You still think that that's what happened. Like, just to make it clear so there is no confusion, I think that we both, if we could go back in time, we would have done things differently. 100%. I I, I, I do wish that instead, I think that we both thought we were great at communication when we lacked it. Mm-hmm. But we also thought we were good at it. And I do think you're a great communicator. I want to make that clear. And I think that 
I'm also a, a good communicator, but I think that when there's, we're, we're both so, I don't want to say hard headed, but we're so passionate about what we believe in. So if you believe in something and I believe in something, it's hard to get like, it's hard to convince the other person during that time. Right. But the truth is like, just to be clear, so there's no confusion. We, we, we both had some things that we didn't talk about that we should have, that we have now discussed, but we loved each other very much. You were and are an amazing dog mom. You took such good care of my dogs. I loved you very Our much. Dogs. They're mine now, aren't they? I loved you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I loved you very, very much more than anyone I've ever loved. And I, I, I really am sorry that, that it, it came to an end. Even though it didn't end so badly, like I'm, I'm just sorry that it came to an end because I really, really like all those things that we talked about as far as putting divine on the road on the bus and our seminars and stuff like that. But that it's, I know you think that's relevant. I just don't. I just disagree. I don't think that the, my I, I never needed my name on the bus that badly. <laughs> no, no, I know. But what all I was going to say was like those were things that I, I really was really excited about, and mm. like I think that we would have uh, made a hell of a team. A hell of a team. Because as many differences as we may have had, the important stuff is what is important, right? The, our priorities were really were to get animals adopted, to help people. And I mean, we even wanted to talk about relationship stuff, like ironically enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, but here we are. So here we are. We're doing it. As I think friends. this is important for couples who are like, feel like they're nearing the end, but they really want to be together. Like, I think that this is really fantastic advice for people who don't know maybe why their relationship is lacking. And I don't know if this, I mean, even if this were to help one couple or one partner in a relationship, I mean, I think that that's wonderful. Yeah. It's just so important to talk about everything. I, I really wish we would have gotten. And I think it is important therapy. for couples therapy. The reason I didn't want to do it was because my, per I grew up with a very different perspective on therapy in general. And then I started doing it for myself and I did realize how helpful that was. But as soon as he brought up couples therapy, I was like, don't tell me that our relationship is failing. Like, I took that personally and I took that as him saying we were nearing a breakup. And Yeah, when it was the opposite of what I was thinking. Right. Yeah. But that's another thing we just didn't even talk about. So I, all I'm saying is in couples therapy, <clears throat> I think it's a lot easier to neutralize a, com a conversation where like instead of me feeling like I'm looking you in the eyes and telling you this thing that I'm scared to tell you, I think it'd be much easier to look at a therapist and tell them this is how I'm feeling about him even though he's sitting right next to me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, for I sure. I do feel and like just, it'd be easier. And, and really try like – dissect your emotions don't be like this is how i'm feeling and deal with it like try to understand i mean it, it it took the breakup for me to circle back to some of my childhood memories that i just completely suppressed it took the breakup to for me to ask myself could i have handled that differently could i have done that differently like it didn't take the breakup like i still now i i don't want to bullshit anybody I still now have to ask myself those things that I wasn't getting in the relationship. Were they, were they things that I built up in my head because I was looking for something to be upset about? Was my mind just searching for something that I thought I needed, but I just wanted? It, it's just, it's just so important to dissect your emotions, dissect your feelings, be completely willing to have a conversation with your partner about exactly what's going on. Because I think that even though I, didn't realize I was having that I had abandonment issues or that I was, I think that if I would have like explained to you, Hey, this is what's happening right now. Like, this is what the feeling that I'm having in my body. I think you are someone who could be like, Oh, well, maybe it's because I'm leaving. <laughs> you know, is it, be, you know, like it never, it was never a thought that it was happening because you were leaving as simple as it is now to look back at. 
And yeah, the, like what hurt the most? Like a lot of people asked me, like were just flat out asked me what's causing you the most pain right now. And this was during the breakup was just because we were such good friends. Like I do like just as a human being, not only as my girlfriend, but as a human being, I loved you, which is why I love you now. Mm-hmm. So I really, that, that part really, really sucked. But any, anyone, especially if they're in van life or one person travels and the other one doesn't, like I was keeping that all bottled in up until the day that you would leave. And it's just so, and again, I, I don't want to beat myself up because I have already, but I also want to just let people know, like, it's important to just not try to be the cool guy or the cool person and just express everything from A to Z, like of what's going on in your head and in your heart, what you're scared of. And because uh, we never really talked about stuff like, like we never talked about deal breakers. We never talked about boundaries. We just kind of went with the Yeah, flow. it wasn't until like legitimately a few days ago where Lee was like, I heard you talking to Katie the other day about boundaries and which was completely unrelated to Lee and I's relationship. But he was like, kind of, what does that mean almost? I didn't even know what boundaries were. Right. And so it wasn't yeah. until a couple of days ago where we literally sat down and talked about deal breakers and boundaries. <laughs> yeah. So like, think about that. Like we talked, I know I'm not trying to bring up like. The and I also, I do want to make it, I, I know I've said this 45 times now, but again, I want to make it clear. There is not a single cell in my body that thinks that this was your fault. Like, I just don't want them to even perceive it that way, that it was, like, your fault. Like, it was I, – I hope it just really comes across that it was a very, very 50-50 on two people who had not done a lot of internal work for a while. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. I could see why – because I feel like I'm trying to defend my feeling. Yeah, no, I could see why you would say that, but hopefully – Well, you're also just very vocal about yourself and, I think, in defense of me. Mm-hmm. So, I think you're kind of – you're just explaining yourself a lot, which is fantastic. I think that's very necessary. I mean, you look great. <laughs> but I just don't want <laughs> – yeah, I just don't want people to think that that may come off as like you having done something wrong that I didn't do wrong as well. Yeah. I, I Thank you for saying that. What everyone should know is that there was no like pivotal, pivotal thing that broke us up. It was just this – It was um, an accumulation of quite a few things. Yeah. I mean, and there, there are certain things – at the end of the day, there were certain things from the relationship that – you felt that I felt I needed and you felt you needed or I wanted and you wanted. And we just had a hard time of just saying it. Yeah. And like, but we also like up until the day we broke up, like 80% of our relationship was fantastic. If not more than 80%. Yeah. Like we were still best friends. We were still hanging out all the time. It was just like a really heavy. Like you said this to Katie the other day, because Katie was saying how when you're with someone all the time, you, you get into these moments where you start to fight. And we never had that. We never fought. We had one big fight a month. Mm-hmm. You know, we just had one fight where we like unleash what we were feeling instead of just. We did fight a couple times. Can't say we never fought. We just never argued. It was always like we were great for a long time and then we would have a fight. But we had, I would say we had a couple. That's a, I thought that's what I said. Like we would fight. Just no, not. you said we had one big fight. I meant like we would have one big fight when we fought. Oh, I like thought you were referring big... to the breakup as our first big fight. No, no. I'm saying like, we okay. would, like instead of like bickering, we would have like one big fight a month. Right. Right? Right. That's what I meant. Not even a month. Honestly, I don't think it was once a month. Yeah, it was like every 32 days. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) We were together for nine months. You think we had nine huge fights? No, I wouldn't have lasted. (laughs) (laughs) No, we probably had three all together. Uh, Yeah, that's all it was. uh, This is like the weirdest podcast I've ever done. (laughs) I'm looking forward to these reviews. (laughs) no idea <laughs> you ever seen the movie the breakup where you have to choose right like what is this gonna happen on jennifer aniston's side in that movie but i don't know i love you i love you and uh i love the dogs i know you do <laughs> i love you 
also love the dogs. But uh, and we still are the the same type of good friends that we were in the relationship. Without the fights, uh, other than this podcast, <laughs> yes. Did we fight in the podcast? No, no. I, I think we just both ran into that like, hey, I thought this is what happened type of scenario, right? Yeah. But we have had many conversations in quarantine of like communication, how things went wrong, and like what really happened, and this and that and whatever. But like, I could talk about it all day. I love. I, I, it's already been an hour and. 15 minutes, so. Yeah. No, I'm saying those conversations, I'm just, I, like, I, I enjoy understanding. Yeah. You know, when you just fix that one conversation, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a very, like, if we talk about communication and I feel like we've addressed it, I do we've feel. talked like, about it. Then I feel like we've talked about it. Right. And Lee, if, if we were to revisit it a month or two months later, I would be happy to do that. But Lee is the type of person who, like, if communication is on his mind, he would like to talk about it every single night for a week. Which yeah. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, I'm the kind of person who's like, wait a second, didn't we just talk about this yesterday? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, but I have more questions. <laughs> like, then I start to lose my patience and he gets frustrated. Okay. <laughs> it took, took another quick break. It's just kind of obvious sometimes because it jumps, so I feel like I should announce it. No. Okay. We're good. We're great. We're friends. We still have more quarantine left. I mean, we're literally about to drive together, basically, north to cooler climates after spending five weeks together already. So regardless of what was said during this, most of it, to be perfectly honest, is things that we already know about each other. We're still learning a lot about each other. Um, and I think both of us are very dedicated to the growth of one another. Like yeah. I'm very dedicated to knowing how you grow, what that means, what that looks like. And and same. I think we're both really dedicated to learning about ourselves. Like we're learning that too. That <laughs> I was trying to be cute. What do you mean? I just said I was dedicated to your growth and you said, yeah, we're dedicated to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm dedicated to both of our girls and myself, and he is dedicated to himself. No, that's I, good I just, news. I just meant in addition to what you said. So I could see that. <laughs> and a, and a, a, a question that I get a lot, which I sure I'm sure you get too, and I hope it's okay that I bring it up, is that a lot of people want to know if we're back together or getting back together, and we are using this time to do exactly what Sydney just said: is to learn about each other and learn about ourselves. Did the, have we talked about getting back together? It comes up, but not in a way where we, where either of us feel we are there right now. Right. I mean, I do feel like you're beating around the bush a little. How so? I mean, we have pretty blatantly addressed the fact that, like, if the time does come, we intend on getting back together. What time is it now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't want it to come as a shocker or surprise to anyone. Like, it might not happen, and it might happen. We We both understand that, but, like... I think we're actively both working towards that. And I'm not ashamed to say that cool. yeah. publicly. I mean, I think that's the beauty of communication. In my eyes, that's exactly what I just said. You're kidding me. No, that was it. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> don't, you know, I think I told you the story though. My sister called her best friend and who, who showed up to your event in Indiana uh-huh. and she was on FaceTime with her and she was like, yeah, Sydney and Lee broke up, blah, blah, blah. And this girl uh, was wearing an Astro House hoodie and she took it off immediately and was like, oh, F him. <laughs> like, I'm taking this off right now and threw it on the floor. That's Which, hilarious. I mean, it's extremely soft, so I'm sure she put it back on after FaceTime, but like, <laughs> I'm just saying. You know how your parents always post like the pizza, how they eat the pizza? Yes. When they have pizza night? In quarantine, they're, they've been doing pizza night every Friday night. Yeah, it's it, it honestly makes me smile. But they're the very last, cute. The last time they did it, your mom was wearing an Asher House shirt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that makes me so happy. They wear the Asher House clothes all the time. All the time. And your sister... Literally all the time. Your sister, like, runs an additional mile, like, every day. She's 
becoming a fan. She's like basically a marathon runner. I keep up with her, and I'll, I'll sometimes I'll see her doing it wearing an Asher house hoodie. Right. It gives me life. Yeah. Okay, okay. guys. We. <laughs> This is not your podcast. Um, okay, we need to wrap this up. It's been a while. Thank you for listening. A few reminders. First of all, whatever platform you listen to the podcast on, follow the podcast. Follow, subscribe, whatever it offers you to do, do that. It helps me. Thank you in advance. If you're listening on iTunes or on any platform where you can leave a review, leave a review, unless it's not going to be a good one, <laughs> then go somewhere else with that. Join my Facebook group. It's honestly thriving and it makes me extremely happy. Everyone posts photos and so fun. The Facebook group? Yeah, it's so engaging. Honestly, I'm amazed at the amount of people that are like not just joining the Facebook group, but like talking in it every single day. Like people are doing introductions with photos in their new vans or the van that they've lived in or like regardless of their circumstances, there's just a ton of engagement in that and it's really making me happy. It's making me feel like I get to know you a lot better. So do that. And I don't know what else. Follow the, oh my God, I've never said this before. Follow my solo road on Instagram. That is where I post all of the updates. I've been kind of lacking on the divine on the road Instagram to give all these podcast updates because I've been doing it exclusively on the podcast Instagram. So follow the podcast on Instagram, not just on divine on the road because I, yeah, I'm not great at updating both. Can I say one quote? I would love a good quote. Okay. We'll end it. We'll end it on the quote. This is a quote that helped me, and hopefully it will help some of you going through something, if you might be asking yourself why you're going through it or whatever. Probably not. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Life will give you whatever experience is most helpful for the evolution of your consciousness. How do you know this is the experience you need? Because it is the experience you are having at the moment. Eckhart Tolle. (laughs) I love that. I'm laughing because of the way you said his name. But it's a beautiful quote. Thank you. And it's true. Whatever you're going through, you're going through it. Yeah. Learn from it. I mean, I very much believe that everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Did you make that up? I did. I wrote that myself. You didn't see my name at the end of that quote? (laughs) People not crediting me, man. (laughs) Okay. Love you all. Thank you for listening. Do everything I just said in that list of things. And follow the Asher House, of course. Eh. 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 If you're bored. (laughs) If you're bored and you love dogs. If you love dogs. Everyone's like, yeah, that would be me. (laughs) In quarantine, bored. And we do love dogs. (laughs) Uh, Sydney, thank you for having me on. I know it got a little weird a couple times. I know that. uh, I think for other people, it would get weird and it only gets weird feeling for me, I think, or for you, because this is the first time we've had a conversation like this on a microphone. Right. When it, like, in fact, we've had these conversations many times aside from talking, knowing that it's going to be on a public platform. And it's so fresh. That's why I was It's very fresh. It it, it is really, like, if we were talking about this in a couple years from now, it would be so much easier. But this, like, a lot of people need to understand this just happened, guys. Like, this happened just a couple months ago, and it's happening now. You know, we're even asking ourselves, is this a good idea that we're quarantined together? And I I obviously believe it is, and you do, but we're in this now. The breakup just happened, what, two months ago? Mm Mm-hmm. So... Two or three. You know, give us a little bit Uh of a break if it was just a... What's the right word here? If it was just... Awkward? I mean, I don't think it was awkward, but I just don't know what you're looking for. to me. No, if if anyone was like, whoa, they sound like they're coming at each other. We're not. We're just just like that. Yeah. We just always come at each other. (laughs) Is that what you meant? Uh, no, honestly, I know what you mean though. Thank you. I think everybody does. It is. It's a fresh wound. Who wouldn't know what I mean? I don't know. Butters definitely gets it. <laughs> Butters is looking at you like, man, I'm right uh, there with you. No, I'm kidding because we were talking about communication. Yeah, um, obviously. I feel like you didn't. Okay, I'm gonna take a big swig of this wine. So I'm gonna give you guys a quote. okay this has been a four-hour podcast thank you everyone for listening let me know what you think per usual 
I know that you all love Lee, so I'm sure you were ecstatic to listen to this one. Half of the I said, guys, I'm going to do a Q&A. Ask me really literally anything. Right and everybody was like, so what's going on with Lee? I was like, oh, okay. Thank you for loving me. Wow, guys. that was the best sound quality of the day. <laughs> I've been begging him to move forward this entire time. I have a bad back. <laughs> Okay, that's not we I don't care about that. I care about the sound quality. See? You heard it first. <laughs> okay. Love you all. I'll see you next week. I don't know what I'm gonna be talking about just yet, but I will figure it out. I'm so hungry. Love that. You wanna cook? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay. Bye guys. Bye.